Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Just Two Pals, uh, Pal Around. We've got another, do, doing another Pal Around. So it's just me and me and my buddy Randy here. Randy's on the, Randy's on the show. What, welcome, hey, Randy. Buddy, hey, buddy, hey, hey, buddy. Oh, hey, hey, hi, hey, hey. Yeah, 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 this is a little Pal Around, buddy. This is where we get to, we just get to get on and talk for a few minutes about some stuff that we might not do a whole show about, so we'll yeah. just, uh, we'll do a little chat. Um in re- light of recent events, buddy, we wanted to do a little episode about um, a guy, a character we both like a lot, and we'll get into why in a second. But uh, it's uh, it's old Captain Boomerang, good old George Digger Harkness, Captain Boomerang. That's right. That's, that's right. right. He's the the main Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Um, so there are some events in the comics that transpired recently, and you know we we are big fran- fans of the Rogues, and yeah, yeah. It, we thought, hey, this is a great opportunity for us to. You know, for us to talk about some of our favorite characters, and we'll, where better to do that than a pal around, right? Where we can kind of spotlight specific characters or specific things, and we figured why not start with Boomerang since, you know, he's in the news. What happened happened. He's in the news right now. You know what I'm saying? So the great thing about a pal around is that, you know, they're short, they're brief. Uh, you know, we focus on one subject. There's no, you know, we don't have we have no promotional material. You know, we're not trying to flaunt or shove anything like Audible down your throat. Don't worry, folks. You're not going to hear any of that here. No, that makes um, sense. Before we get started, though, buddy, let me just crack open a refreshing nope. Mountain Dew voltage. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, none right. of that. While you do that, while you get energized, I'll, I'm going to I'm gonna spout some knowledge here about, about what's going on with Boomerang. Some spoiler territory got us thinking about boomerang in the recent issue of suicide squad uh, it's number two this new new dc rebirth line mm-hmm. um poor poor captain boomerang he met his end he died buddy well seemingly so right yeah um, he, he was incinerated he was incinerated by by general zod it would appear right mm-hmm. um yeah i mean obviously comics are comics right and so sure. anyone can die and come back and anyone can you know, seemingly die and then return, having just been traveling through history. Or maybe he, right, 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 right. Or maybe he just jumped out of his boots at the right second. Yeah, yeah, and he's like clinging to the ceiling like a scared cat from <laughs> right? a cartoon. Nobody can see him though. Yeah, he's yeah, like all his there. all his hair is standing up on end. Right, yeah, right, he's right. real scared right now. But unfortunately, he's got no shoes because all that's left was a pair of smoldering shoes. Yeah, um, kind of, kind of, kind of dumb. Um, and at the end of the issue, they did kind of like a little, um, like a little old story about Boomerang that was kind of interesting. But um, they kind of really drove it home. Like we just killed off the oldest, one of the oldest Suicide Squad members. We don't give yep. a shit because yeah, we, we don't give two shits. Harley. Yeah. So we just want to make sure Harley's doing good. Um, so anyway, buddy, to, I mean, kick it off there. One of the big things about Boomerang and in the Suicide Squad thing is he is one of the original Suicide Squad members. Um, in fact, he was probably more associated with Suicide Squad than he was like with the Rogues for a while. I mean, definitely yeah. Now. Um, yeah. Way back in the old, you know, Barry Allen days, he was 100% a Flash villain right. and a Rogue. Um, and then kind of slowly, it was like he started being integrated more with Suicide Squad. Like, he'd go on adventures with them, but then would still be a rogue member. And then after a while, it was like all the comics really focused on was him being a Suicide Squad member. And then, you know, towards towards the end of his run as Boomerang, um, th- that was like almost all they did. Like, even the rogues were like, you're, you're kind of pathetic now. 
Yeah. Like the, like the rogues didn't even like him anymore. And that's the funny thing about Boomerang. Like when I think about the rogues, you know, we have our kind of our core group of like the main ones that you always want to see in the rogues. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a bunch that kind of come and go here and there. Right. Boomerang is one that I-, I could take him or leave him in the rogues group only because I like him. I want him in there. But yeah. he's he's the least one. He's the one that least kind of meshes with their style. Um, even in Suicide Squad, he was kind of the odd man out, right? He's he's always he's the one you can't count on. He is the one. He's uh, undepend, independent, undependable. Um, he's always gonna screw you over if if given the opportunity. So even the he's the members, a complete dirtbag. Yeah, he's a like, piece of shit in his core. <laughs> right. He's um, a real bad dude. Like of all the bad dudes, he's like the baddest dude. Right, he's got no honor. Right, and, uh, and which is funny because even in these groups, I mean, with the rogues, it's it's a big deal. But even in Suicide Squad, who is who are made up of a bunch of bad people put together by a bad person, um, he's still the one they kind of like scoff at, and they call him, you know, they, I know Waller's always calling him like always these terrible names. Yeah, she yeah she's really ripping on him. Yeah. But he's ripping on her too. He's he's just a dick. He's a jerk. He's he calls her fat lady. He calls a lot. her fat lady. He's always saying like kind of racist I loved shit. It. He's yeah. He's not Real cool. racist, sexist. Like <laughs> right. He's he's just. I mean, it just it's a perfect example of him just not caring what anyone thinks or what anyone says about him. Right. And we talked um, a lot about that when we talked about the the movie because we didn't feel like they really nabbed that that side of him. They kind of made him a little bit too team oriented. He kinda, was. They made him too much of a. The rest, of, you know, everybody in the movie was like a bad guy, but they're kind of good. And with him, he was the one who they maybe should have just left be a bad piece of shit guy. Abandoned yeah, it's the a, team. He could have been that one guy who's like, "Well, screw you guys, I'm out of here." Yeah, I'm and they him. did kind of do that in the movie. But I thought one of the things we could do, buddy, is kind of look over the history of Captain Boomerang and sure. kind of you know who he is and how he became. You know who who he was by the you know by the end of his run and then his subsequent return. Yep. And uh, in doing so, we could talk a little bit about the second Captain Boomerang, who yeah, I don't definitely. think a lot of people know about. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll definitely get to him since we're talking about and when we do some of these spotlights. If we do Captain Boomerang, or let's say we do Mirror Master, we're going to talk about people who have been in those roles, even if they're not the the core one that that we right, know right, yeah. So so unlike. Unlike, uh, you know, someone like Captain Cold or Heatwave, who's been the same character. It's always um, been him, yeah. Sometimes the mantles have, have passed. Um, but uh, let, let's not jump too far ahead, buddy. Let's, let's not go let's start crazy from the beginning. here. Um, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the fact that Boomerang has been an asshole since the beginning. Since he was since he was a little guy. Um, since he was a kid. Um, <laughs> he's a real, real dirtbag, real piece of shit. And I, I mean, it's, his... Um, uh, origin has changed a little bit as comics kind of tend to do. Yeah. Um, did you know that for a while, uh, when he was part of the Suicide Squad, he uh, started pretending to be Mirror Master for a while? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he he would dress up as Mirror Master and pull these jobs. Yeah, so people think it was Mirror Master doing it. <laughs> right. Mirror Master would take the heat. Yeah, and he got into a bit of trouble with the Suicide Squad for that. And I don't really remember yeah. how it turned out with the Rogues because. The rogues have a big thing about anybody pretending or trying to take up the mantle of another rogue mm-hmm. um, while they're still alive or still, you know, still active. So I don't really because it was a while. That was a pretty older. Yeah, I'll, I'll be one. honest. I don't know if it was during the time that Sam Scudder was still alive or not. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but uh but there i i do remember um there was there was this really stupid terrible scene of him like from a 90s robin williams cartoon mm-hmm. or tv show or movie like trying to swap costumes like run, like what well you guys looking for mirror master well let me go get and him they, and he <laughs> runs into another room and swaps costumes yeah, and he's actually, like oh i heard you was, guys were looking for me that was how waller kind of tricked him up i think she had gotten wind of it or had mm-hmm. kind of found out and she, it was like some battle arena or some stupid shit that she put him in to like trick him out of, you know, figuring out that it was it was actually boomerang. And something yeah, he stupid. kept having to go back and forth and, and switch out like mm-hmm. it was like I Love Lucy or something. Um, so <laughs> something real dumb. Yeah, very stupid, very stupid stuff. Um, even his original costume, you know, is kind of the more like the more I don't, know, I don't know what to call it, but it had a lot of boomerangs on it, right? Real yeah, it was blue. like this. Bl- yeah, it was like this blue like long shirt right and it was so long that he like tied like a white sash around his waist and it made it kind of look like a skirt a little bit <laughs> he was real right? fashionable <laughs> yeah, yeah it had boomerangs and then he had everywhere. yeah it had a bun- bunch of pictures of boomerangs all over it uh he had the nice scarf and then he had that hat with the picture of the boomerang right on the, the boomerangs all around yeah. Um, which kind of spawned from like a character that he had, he had kind of created. He was um, the mascot. Yeah, he worked. For, uh, that was his mascot outfit. Yeah, 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 he worked for like a toy company. Um, yeah. So the boomerang. the owner of the toy company he found out was his father. Right. Um, and his father was like, "Well, you know, let me teach you boomerangs, and then also, why don't you be our mascot?" And then he just started pulling crimes, um, in in the outfit, and that's how how he took the mantle. And for anyone who doesn't know, boomerangs only special. <laughs> specialty is he throws boomerangs and right. sometimes they're like trick ones you know like sometimes yeah. they don't come back er, er, which really on, he did stupid shimmer he tied flash to a giant boomerang yeah like yeah stuff like that and it was always something like he'd throw something at uh, throw a boomerang at flash and flash would move to the side and be like ah you missed me and he'd be like did i <laughs> that, that and then it come right back around and it Bonk Barry <laughs> Allen in the head, and then you get that classic comic bonk noise. Bonk, yeah, sure. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> and then he falls to the ground. Oof. Oh no. <laughs> so that's it. He he's got some trick boomerangs, but typically he's just. I mean, he just throws boomerangs, and and yeah. mostly I'd say the razor, the razor uh, sharpened ones are his are his big deal, right? Because he'll sure. cut people up with them, and that's how like he cuts wires and he cuts throats with them. He can use them hand to hand. Right. All right, yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a vicious killer with them, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he uh, he's got to rein it in if he's with the rogues, though. Um, yeah, the rogues aren't going to put up for too much craziness. So he kind of t- you know he, he ran into issues with Barry Allen, and uh, he just continued doing his his boomerang thing, and then eventually kind of teamed up with the rogues. But even way back when, he he definitely didn't fit with the rogues, you know, because they all, even though they were all villains, they all kind of followed Cold's lead. And he didn't really care, like about anything. Right. He just kind of he just kind of hated them all. Like, yeah. He just, I don't know. I I guess I don't really understand his motivation, um, because it was sometimes he was on board with them, sometimes he wasn't. Um, you remember they did that story, um, where he and uh Captain Captain Cold, Mirror Master, Weather Wizard, and Heat Wave. And I think Kadabra, um, they all tried to free Neron, and then they ended up all dying. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, uh, I think, eventually they ended up getting like resurrected. But mm-hmm. yeah, they, uh, yeah, they all died. They kind of got tricked into that, from what I remember, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, they definitely. Oh, you know what? It was Kadabra who tricked them mm-hmm. into it. Um, and at the time, Abra Kadabra was kind of considered a rogue. Yeah. Um, yeah but I wouldn't really truly consider him a rogue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's one of those ones that maybe have been a part of the team at some point, but mm-hmm. he's not like a core member, I wouldn't say. He's really just used them to further his own motives. Right. Well, look, he's tricking them into doing shit so he can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. He's yeah, he's he's not part of the team. Um, yeah, not in the same way as Boomerang though, because he's he's pretty solidified in the group. I would say for the most part. Yeah, I mean, it, definitely at that point he was a a rogue. Yeah. Uh, it was much later in in the years when he really became um, when he really uh, started being more Suicide Squad than anything. Right. Um, I know he was involved in the Last Laugh, Joker's Last Laugh. Yeah, that's a great book, man. That's uh. That's like one of the only times like Joker gets to go on this like world dominating. I think that and like Emperor Joker, where it was mm-hmm. like real big scale Joker story. Because usually it's like little Batman tales with Joker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he he definitely showed up in there. I can't really remember a lot about what he did in there. It's been a while since I read that book. So it was during the Wally West time. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, it was it was him and Deadshot. They were both they'd both been Jokerized. Um, and uh, the only thing I really remember remember about it, I remember on the panels like there was a Joker and he had like Captain Boomerang's hair, and I thought, oh, that that's there's a Captain there's a Captain Joker <laughs> Boomerang. Right. Um, and uh, I mean the story I don't think really went too much too far with Flash. I think it was like one or two issues maybe. That, that Flash was tied into it, yeah, but it was essentially just his tie in too. Because I think that I remember that was released as like one core book, and then a bunch of tie-ins yeah. from all the other books. There was some big Joker story that was everyone getting Jokerized, yeah. Um, and then a Jokerized uh, Pied Piper showed up and like uh, choked him to death or choked him out or something. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's that's fun stuff. Um, I mean, yeah. he, so he's he's definitely shows up in in different things where he's not really a big player either, but mm-hmm. he shows up. You know, he's he's a he got pretty integrated into the DC universe, um, just from being a kind of stupid villain, and it's probably because he got integrated with all these other teams. So you know, because I imagine if he didn't, th- there may be a possibility that he wouldn't be that prominent of a villain. Right, because um, he did come. I mean, they all they all came from that time where a lot of their origins back then and or their gimmicks were they were pretty dumb. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's a few that are they're just kind of dumb. Um, and Boomerang's kind of one of them. Like if it wasn't for his personality being evolved later into that kind of piece of shit, he he really wouldn't have anything that's that big of a deal. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, he certainly wouldn't be a top shelf character. No, not at all. He started rising to prominence after that, too. Like, uh, Identity Crisis, he played a small but pivotal role in it. Identity Crisis um, is a big deal. That's one of my favorite books, man. Um, I, I, I love that story. and I've read it not too recently. Maybe a year ago I read it again. Yeah. Um, and I loved it just as much as I loved it when it was coming out. It was um, – I remember he, he kind of goes through a time where he's like like – kind of like what i was talking about he really isn't a prominent villain he's kind of not doing anything he's he's not really his name's not really out there he's pretty he's pretty pathetic he gets real pudgy which is like the comics way of indicating <laughs> that someone is like down on their luck <laughs> right 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 you know what i they, mean they, they show there's apartment there's donuts strewn everywhere <laughs> right 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 yeah they've got a lot of scruff 
<laughs> on their faces. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. he's not taking care of himself. Like red lobster bibs still around their necks. <laughs> right, right, right. His gut's, like, falling out of his shirt. <laughs> it's all hairy. Right, right. They all have Audi belly buttons. Right. It's just the most <laughs> disgusting thing. Yeah. So he's, he, he's kind of down and out, um, and he's looking to kind of make a, a big name for himself again. Um and he ends up getting kind of tricked, and this was kind of like one of the big deals. And I remember when I read it, I was kind of like, didn't really care about Captain Boomerang, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and I remember when what happened happened, I was like, holy shit, he just really kind of shook up. Because I, I was mostly into Batman, he kind of shook up my Batman world. Um, just yeah. because he really forced himself into it. So he, he gets hired to go kill um, Tim Drake's father. And unfortunately, Jack. he gets a little Jack yeah Jack Jack Drake, and he gets duped. He Jack Drake, he the uh, who was it that hired him to? Uh, I don't remember to kill him. I don't so, remember who. So it anyway, was. he uh, he hires him to kill the guy, but uh, but the guy who hires I... him, he goes and he uh, warns Jack. He gives him a gun. He tells him, you know, this guy's coming. You know, you got to defend yourself against him. Um, and unfortunately, you know, Boomerang he kills Jack Drake, but uh, Jack Drake mm-hmm. kills him too. So that was yeah. It, it's super funny because um, when he was hired, and again, I wish I could remember who it was that hired him. Um, but I remember there was this point, like he said, he said the whole reason he hired Boomerang was because Boomerang was like super pathetic, and thought Boomerang thought like all you had to do was just aim the gun at him, yeah, and then he died. He'll die. You know, yeah, who the was, fact that he actually... actually killed Jack Drake was like a fluke. Yeah, he... like that wasn't actually intended. Right. Right. You know, though it was it was um, it was Gene. It was Gene Loring. It was uh, who ended up being the oh, main that's killer right. at the end of the book. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was uh, Elongated Man's. No, no, no. Ray no, Palmer's. Adams, yeah. Ray Palmer's ex-wife. Ray's ex-wife. Yeah. Yeah. What a what a crazy twist that was. That I know. I'm too much <laughs> to the point where I totally just forgot for five minutes there. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. So yeah. So so she kind of screws him over, and yeah, she makes that shitty comment about. You don't really have to do anything. He's gonna fuck this up. He's yeah. He's, he's not, but he didn't. Work. He actually got away with like he actually did kill Tim Drake's father. Um, yeah. Which then I mean that orphaned Tim Drake right because didn't had, wasn't his mother dead or I were they separated? I think so. I'm not. I'm not quite. I sure. I think his mother was dead, and so that orphaned him right. Which definitely Bruce Wayne was like, ah, damn it, another another orphan. What a bummer. Shit. Well, either way, somebody else's parents dying on. Not on my watch, but in my life. Like, I'm sick of this. I just need happy Yeah. Children. I remember there Please. was this great issue of Flash where Wally was uh, was was at work, and then Batman shows up and, like, grabs his shoulder. And then, like, he's, he's normal Wally in his mechanics outfit, and then mm-hmm. the next panel he's in the Flash outfit. And he says... He says, um, I just want you to know, the only reason that you touched me was because I let you touch me. Right, right, right. I, I thought that was super great. And Batman was like, you know, um, Harkness was one of your villains. And, like, you know, how could you let this happen? Yeah. And, and Flash is like, look, we don't have any control over these guys. It's not like just because he's mine. And then he made a comment to Batman saying, um, I, like the only reason you're here is because it was one of mine and not one of yours, and you feel like it should have been one of yours. Right. Like it should have been Two Face or something who did it, not yeah. some random shitty boomerang. Right, um, which, which is kind of a fucked up thing to say to Batman too, <laughs> because it's almost like he didn't think that somebody else's villain could pull something like that or yeah deserve to take somebody away from a member of his family or something like right. that. You know. Um. um 
But around that time, we were introduced to Owen Mercer. In, who, in Identity Crisis, I think that was his first yeah, appearance was. It was. was that Crisis. Cold found him. Cold, the rogues found him. Um, and uh, we find out that Owen Mercer is the, the son of Digger Harkness, right. Captain Boomerang. And uh, we don't know who the mother is for a very, very long time. But uh, to, I, I guess to yeah, they think it's Golden jump... Glider for a while. At one yeah, point. they don't really know who. And then he he has like these bursts of super speed, mm-hmm. um, which um, which kind of only happen like when he throws a boomerang, he can run over and catch it real quick. It's right. not like he can like steal speed from anything. It's just little short bursts. Um, and you find out later that at one point Digger Harkness had like time traveled to when Melanie Thawne was around, right. and he and Melanie Thawne banged. Yeah. They banged good. <clears throat> yeah, they it real good. He really gave her that boomer dick. But nobody, you know I mean? nobody. I don't think anybody outside of the audience. Well, I don't know if anybody outside of the audience, but um, eventually they do. Eventually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but I remember. But for it a turns while, out it was kind of a big deal. Like he didn't want the rogues to know. Yeah. Because well, it's be- it's because he finds out that because Melanie Thawne is his mother, he's like the the second cousin or cousin once removed or whatever from Bart Allen. Right. So Bart Allen is his cousin. Right. Um and so he doesn't really want the rogues to know. But uh but yeah, we we get introduced to him and he dresses uh kind of better. I don't know. I I like his outfit a lot more than the original yeah, Captain got, Boomerang he's got outfit. Yeah, pretty cool. I mean, I really like the kind of more modern regular Captain Boomerang outfit. Yeah, he's super super cool. He's got the sweet jacket with like the boomerangs hidden on the inside. Yeah. Um I like the fact that they gave him a beanie they gave him instead the beanie. of that top say, hat. Yeah, that's kind of the big deal is and that's kind of iconic for him now is wearing the beanie. Yeah. Um, which I don't think showed up in the movie, did it? It did not he show up in the, the movie. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I think he had the beanie actually when he was doing the robbery. Oh, did he? Remember, in the, remember in when the we beginning? see that? Okay. Yeah, that he killed that one guy right, and Flash right. showed up. Yeah. So, um, but but that's not like part of his attire. Right. I guess they wanted to show off the fact that David Ayer shaved Jake Jai Courtney's head. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Right. <laughs> I mean, that was his big contribution. So, were you into Owen Mercer at all when he was in the comics and kind of joined the Rogues for a little bit? You know, I mean, I, I, I read stuff with him. I thought he was cool. You know, it was one of those things where I don't know that he got to be around long enough to really... I, mean, I, I guess he kind of did to kind of cement his role. Uh, but he was all, always in books that I didn't really read a lot. But, um, but I mean, he showed up in a lot of stuff, and I, I didn't mind him. You know, I, I liked him, and, and we'll get into the, the end of him Soon. Yeah, and I yeah. really enjoyed that stuff. So I mean, that was a I, super I like great. Him. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about that. But yeah. uh, before we get to that, we got to talk about the fact that he struggled for a little bit as to whether or not he should join the Rogues or be a good guy. Yeah, um, because you find out that before Captain Boomerang, you know, killed killed Jack Drake, that he like kind of started creating that relationship between him and, and his son. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he felt like he should just be with the rogues because of that, out of that loyalty right. from his dad. It's kind of like a family, you know, family lineage yeah. almost type of thing. And they're, and they're totally willing to accept him. Um, and then they had during rogue war, he was part, you know, he had joined with, he was still with like captain cold and mirror master and right. them. Um, but then afterwards he starts thinking that maybe it's not a good idea to be a villain. And he starts trying to be a hero because, uh, his cousin Bart's a hero. Right. So he and Bart kind of meet up a couple of times, and, and he starts trying to be a good guy uh, until Blackest Night happens. Yeah, well, I mean, there was some, like, Infinite Crisis, he was part of, like, the big 
big society group and stuff. So he, mm-hmm. I mean, he was definitely went through some ups and downs. But I remember there was a few issues where he like teamed up with, I want to say Robin and stuff. Like he, he definitely was not always a bad guy, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of cool. I mean, it's like the the total opposite of Boomerang, right? He or, or of um, of Digger because he's he's always a bad guy. Um, yeah. But Owen definitely had had issues and stuff where he teamed up with um. I, well, I probably with Bart. I'm not sure, or one maybe some of the Flash people, but I definitely know with Robin for sure. Um, so yeah, they, he. I think he was trying to join their little like outsider thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, um, so he's he's not always not always a bad guy, but um, so in Blackest Night, he he kind of gets duped again, almost by by his dad who comes back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. So so Digger comes back, right? He makes his big return in Blackest Night. He comes back as a Black Lantern. As a Black Lantern, he's badass, right? He um, finds Owen. Owen captures him. Um, and then drops him in a. He puts him in a pit. Has him chained up down in a pit. Right, I remember Digger was kind of trying to get him to to bring him people to like consume and shit. Um, and he was doing it. That that was the fucked up part. Is that Owen Mercer, who's trying to you know go straight, like be a good dude, right? Um, starts bringing like victims, essentially like sacrifices, right? Well, to his father. Thing. The whole thing about Blackest Night was that all of these people were able to be manipulated because it was their loved ones coming back. Um, mm-hmm. So that kind of puts you in a like a vulnerable position because you're looking at someone that you love and you don't realize it's not really them because they're actually trying to manipulate your emotions. And that's the yeah. whole thing about the Black Lanterns is they <clears throat> they try to bring emotion out of you so that they can eat that emotion. Um, I feel like Blackest Night at some point should be something we talk about oh, because man, Blackest, Blackest Night and Brightest Day are both two series I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, it's a whole saga, and it was good stuff. But um, the biggest takeaway from that, and it's it's it goes right into this whole thing that you know eventually we want to talk about all the rogues in general. But the mm-hmm. the rogue, you know, Captain Cold shows up. The rogues show up, and they find out what he's doing. And first of all, they think he's an idiot because they're listening. He's listening. They had figured out, I think, by this point that yeah, these and it was super lying, great because right? they. They ended up fighting old rogues like the top and yeah. his, and cold sister golden glider came back for a while. Um, I think Rainbow Raider might have been one of them as well, who came back. I don't remember for sure, but I feel like he was. Um, but uh, I I really really I mean I I like the fact that the rogues kind of had their own story during that time during the Blackest Night event. Yeah, well, that's the kind of the cool even in Identity Crisis. They all those a lot of those books have those tie-ins, and the Rogue stuff always has really like with Identity Crisis. Some of the stuff that was going on with the Rogues behind the scenes, there was really great moments for the Rogues. But we'll we'll talk about some of those when we do like a, a big Rogues thing because they're, yeah. they're pretty essential to the to the team actually. Um, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. But uh, but they always kind of got a lot going on. But um, so they they come across it, they find out you know he's killing all these people. He's sacrificing like you said to to his dad um and i remember there's a whole thing that they he, they find like he's been killing like kids and ladies women and, and women and children and he's you know we don't do that that's not something that we do and they get pissed off at him and they fucking they sacrifice him to they dare. push him into the pit and yeah eats the shit out of him he eats the shit out of him <laughs> um so digger eats his son digger harkness captain boomerang and Just does Owen ever come back after that? Owen. I don't think he Owen, does. Owen, I don't think, ever comes back. I, he's done. Yeah. He's done. Um, um, 
but it was i i agree with you like that that whole bit when he finds out like you see they kind of eyeball there's like a, a a child's doll or something on the floor and then they ask him like you know did you throw in any women or children because at first they're like they're like able to it, it seems like they're able to forgive him like talk sense into him and then move on you right. can join us during this terrible event um, but then he notices that there's like some, you know, some, some giveaways and, and, uh, Owen doesn't answer at all. He doesn't give any response. And then Captain Boomerang says, um, you know, you know, we don't hurt women and children. Right. Which is, and then they just yeah. shove him into the pit. The, the rogues. That's the rogues. You know? That's the rogues. That's what's so great about the rogues. Right. I can't wait till we talk more about rogues. Yeah, for um, sure. I mean, all these little things, they're, they're all kind of little trinkets for, I mean, why they're, they're involved in the rogues overall story but um so anyway that's finally when digger basically comes back he ends up um at the end of that being uh being restored with a bunch of other guys i don't remember how many yeah i think there were eight there were eight total um but flash got two two characters of the flash came back we had thawne yeah and uh and boomerang it was great because thawne we had already seen him teased as returning during uh the flash rebirth and he makes a comment as he's like fighting Barry, he says, "Like I'm, like my return is coming soon." Yeah, yeah, uh, which was super cool. Yeah, really cool stuff. And they get involved kind of with each other again too down the line. But yeah, they um, so they each have a task, right? They each have a reason that they were brought back to life. And uh, boomerangs was to throw the boomerang to try to hit Dove. Yeah, it was this whole convoluted ass story. That was like one of the only things about Brightest Day is it. It took a lot of figuring out. <laughs> to get to that mm-hmm. point but it was it was cool though i mean it was, it was just, also it was one of the really things where you had story. to read every tie-in in order to get it yeah. like blackest night you didn't have to read all the tie-ins you you were okay just reading the main story and then whatever tie-ins you and, felt and like green but, lantern yeah that went yeah back and forth. yeah but but, um, but brightest day definitely was like you have to buy all these issues if you want right. to understand was, what's going on it was like on. 20 issues or something and black yeah night was only like eight so it was it was a big difference but anyway yeah you're supposed to throw the air or the the boomerang and I think Hank was supposed to catch it, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Hank or Hawk was supposed to yeah. catch it before it hit Dove, but he didn't. So, like, he was like the only guy that failed in his task, right? But wasn't it, he? Like, Deadman did his thing, and uh, I think Deadman ends up catching it. I think Deadman catches it instead. Yeah. So Hawk Hawk failed, but Deadman, I don't remember for sure. I do remember I love the Deadman stuff though. Because oh, I, I really like Dead, Dead Man. Man. Yeah, he's awesome. Now, didn't that that came back around to? Didn't he end up throwing the a boomerang? I might be jumping ahead, but I'm trying to remember where it all ties in. That mm. you know what? I probably am because that's probably more uh, after like the the return of Barry Allen stuff. When mm-hmm. um, remember that whole thing with the rogues where they they find that the old. Uh, Remember, Mirror Master left them a mirror. Yeah, yeah, the, the original the Sam returns, Scudder. Yeah, break glass. Um, and isn't mm-hmm. it one of his boomerangs that eventually breaks the glass? I think so. Yeah, yeah, he just shows up. Um, <laughs> right? That was that was during the, was it the Brian Brian Buccioletto writing the story? Yeah, well, yeah, Manipole's writing and him and... Or, yeah, yeah, him and, him and uh, Manipole were, were doing the Flash. And yeah. yeah, he shows up and throws the boomerang and cracks it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? No, Johns was writing at that time. They were was doing it Johns? The art together. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. The and the art was always awesome at that time. Oh, that was the Flash Volume Three. That was that was after the total return of Barry Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so um, so he ends up getting getting restored back to life, um, but he gets infused with these 
uh, boomerangs that are. And this is the only <laughs> time in his history he's ever had anything other than regular, just kind of trick boomerangs. These are like entity white light because it's the white white lantern yeah. entity, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Um, but he makes these like lantern white boomerangs that he throws at people and fucks them up. Um, but he gets he's locked up though. When he comes back, he's he gets locked up in prison. And the rogues kind of they don't abandon him, but they they're they're pissed off at him, right? They don't. Yeah, they're done with him. Yeah, yeah. And Cold kind of makes him. Uh, they're like, look, if you can get yourself out of prison, you can be with us. But they're they're kind of fucking with him. I remember they're like watching him and shit from their hideout, like trying mm-hmm. like kind of hoping he gets out, but not hoping he gets out and stuff. But mm-hmm. they kind of so he lost his powers while he was when he was locked up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so he, I think it's because at the end of that, he at the end of Brightest Day, he just got his life back. He was just yeah. him again, yeah. So, oh, that's so yeah, yeah. He did lose his powers, and then he kept like he was trying to get him back because he really wanted those powers. Uh, and then he's confronted by Red Robin, who is uh, Tim Tim Drake has yeah. graduated from Robin to Red Robin. So this is that like this, this is, is that time. confrontation. Yeah, they get to finally meet. mm Hmm. Which is real tough because not only does he know that Captain Boomerang killed his father, right? But uh, Captain Boomerang came back to life and his father didn't. Like he saw his father during yeah. the Blackest Night event. Yeah, and but for some reason he got to have his life back. Which, yeah, um, yeah. And that's what you know. Tim's all, uh, we've talked about before. Tim's my favorite Robin. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked him, and that's that's kind of that testament to him too. Is he is the most like back Batman. Um, I've always said I feel like he was the one who deserved to to get the mantle, even though it makes most sense for it to be Dick, because um, he did. You know, he went to see him, and and he didn't go crazy, he didn't go nuts. I mean, he's pissed, but he just basically warns him, you know, mm-hmm. don't fuck up because I am watching you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I will always be watching you. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. It's very, it was very Tim Drake. It was very like Batmany to to like forgive him and not not really forgive him i guess but like say like i'm i'm not gonna cross that line just for you even though you did something that right destroyed my life yeah in a way um and then we hit new 52 where i this is one of the times where you know we bitch and moan about new 52 and how much we disliked it captain boomerang and new 52 i did really enjoy um I like when he shows up on the Suicide Squad and he's all cocky and shit. You know, he's like, I've been here before. I've right. done this shit. I know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, he kind of comes in and he's like, I'm the boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of is. He definitely knows it a lot more because you find out later in the series that um, he kind of, he's like a double agent in a way. Uh, or I guess like a triple agent. He pretends that he's working for a villain. Um and uh and and then like captures the suicide squad and then frees them and reveals to them that he's actually undercover from Waller. Like Waller was the one who put yeah. him undercover to work for the villains as a villain and still part of the suicide squad. So he really is the head of the, the head of the team. He really they kind of is. Well, not anymore. Now he's just the boots of it. Yeah, now he's just now he's just the feet. Of, of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, he's just a charred, seared feet of the of the Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, and that's, I mean, that's kind of that, that brings us up to the present, right? Where he he's gone. He's a goner. He's a goner. I mean, there's there's a lot of really cool stuff in there, but um, it, it and a lot of it is it kind of shows how he was always been kind of on the outskirts. Like, there's been a few times where 
because you know, the rogues don't they don't abandon people but I, a lot of times captain um captain cold has kind of made boomerang fight for his role on the team yeah. you know mm-hmm. um like the one i brought up where you know he told me he had to get out of prison by himself and stuff um but you know captain cold beats the shit out of him a bunch of different times for doing stuff oh it's awesome supposed to be doing and anytime (laughs) captain cold beats the shit out of one of his rogues because they're they're doing something they're not supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. um i always love that because it's like you got to remember these there's he's still a bad guy like he has these morals and stuff but these are all still bad people. They're they're still gonna hurt people and hurt one another and stuff. Um, I remember he. So tries- the whole thing about the rogues is that he is is that cold as the leader puts lines in the sand, mm-hmm. and you're able to cross maybe so many lines before he dulls out a punishment, mm-hmm. right? Like he he's war he has warned Mirror Master several times, don't do drugs because that's Mirror Master's problem is right. drugs, cocaine. He's like, don't do drugs. That's one of our rules in the rogues. If you want to be a rogue. He can't do drugs. And he would do drugs and he'd get in trouble. And he'd do drugs and he'd get in trouble. And then one story in particular, he's in the bathroom snorting coke. Yeah. And, and Cold just kicks the door down and starts beating the shit out of him. And he's like, I warned you before, no drugs. <laughs> yeah. Which it, it's it's the, the the thing is that like the, the other rogues are I I guess I'll call them the good rogues, the ones that stick around and really have that moral in them that, that Captain Cold kind of enforces on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, Boomerang doesn't have that. Like, he breaks the rules no matter what because he doesn't care. Right. He'll just always come back to the rogues because they wind up helping him. Um, and, and it was that time when he was in prison when Cold's like, we're not helping you out this time. Like, you are totally on your own now. Yeah. We're done with you. Well, he's, he's yeah, he says you could be, you could be part of the team, but you gotta, you gotta, yeah, get, you, you, gotta get you have to be the one to get yourself out. Yeah. Um, so and, and yeah, not only that, and then he um he tries to bust that. Well, he actually successfully lets Zoom go because he's trying to like get info out of him. Yeah. Um. So he like busts into the prison and shit. And once the once Cold finds out, like they beat the shit out of him because you know he they know Zoom is a threat, right? Like, they know they know Professor Zoom is like the worst right. of the worst. Zoom's not gonna be a rogue anytime soon. <laughs> he's no, not about what the, what they're about. <laughs> Um, and they know he's a threat and, and, you know, we, we'll talk more about it later, but we, or when we do the rogue stuff, but there is a, a respect for the flash and zoom is kind of like that, the, the worst threat to the flash. Right. So mm-hmm. they, so he's not having that. That's, that's not cool to cold. Which yeah. They, cool. they both kind of hate the zoom, like both the zooms, the yeah. zoom and professor zoom. They, they just don't have respect for them because of what they, the, you know, the way they go about their means. Like, they've worked with Grodd before, but Grodd has crossed the line a lot of times for them. So they are, they, you know, they'll team up and fight Grodd if Grodd is attacking the city. Right. Um, but Boomerang is never there. He's never a part of that team. <laughs> He's always leaving and running away uh, right. to, to save his own skin. And even in Suicide Squad, like, He's always having to get duped into into being part of the fight. <laughs> yeah, like he's never really a, a willing participant. Not that he's not like good, like he can't hold his own, but there always has to be some sort of duping to get him into actually being part <laughs> of the team and stuff. And that's the thing that we love about Captain Boomerang. A thing that we felt was sorely missing from the the Suicide Squad movie yeah. is that he's just a no good dude. Yeah, he's a total dirt bag and an asshole. And, and and I love to have that type of character there, especially when it's like 
he acknowledges that he's the worst guy. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like he's going, oh, come on, you guys. I'm okay. No, he knows <laughs> okay. he's a dick. Right. Um, I'll tell you, there, there, there's a lot to be said about all these this stuff that got deleted from Suicide Squad. Because remember we talked about that the scene in the bar towards the end where you know they come in and they say you know you guys are all free to go and he zooms out of the, out of yeah. the bar which is one of the, <laughs> the best moments in the movie almost and yeah. definitely one of the best boomerang moments until it gets ruined later when he comes and joins the team randomly yeah yeah and just like, the, they're all walking yeah. the streets and he he walks right in line finishing right. his beer now there could have been a great scene where they were one or two of them or some group that you know they have chemistry together or whatever can go and like trick him into coming back to part of be part of the battle or to oh, like, yeah. give him an ultimatum or a reason to want to join back in and make it kind of um make it a selfish thing or like i said kind of maybe trick him into being part of the team again mm-hmm. but um and, and that scene probably would have saved that whole argument for us too for sure because um it just was so random he just randomly walks up and he's totally cool with everybody again yeah so he's rejoining to save the day and yeah. he doesn't he just doesn't do that and he just kind of looks at him like yeah i'm drinking beer i'm here whatever yeah that's what i'm all about so so boomerang's gone quote unquote Boomerang's in the comics as of right now but he's not he's been dead before he's come, he's died he's before he's before. come back to life he's died twice actually he died with neuron and he died with uh right right with uh um uh black uh what's it called the uh, drake jack, yeah, drake jack, jack drake, drake. Yeah. so this is now the third time he's died in the comics not um, in this timeline I, but I don't, yeah because i yeah. don't know if identity crisis happened in new 52 or not i'm not sure i don't know i i you know the new 52 argument again yeah, it doesn't, doesn't even matter yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> we're just gonna pretend that it did because some of the greatest moments came from identity yeah. crisis great book um so we're definitely sad to see Boomerang go, but I hope he comes back. I'm sure he will. I mean, they, you know, DC knows what they have with him. That's right. why they brought him in in the role that he was in Suicide Squad. And that's the thing. They got him in this big movie, and then to kill him in the book, like, two issues in, that's yeah. pretty weird. There's got to be something in the pipeline. Yeah, something's going on. Uh, I don't know what. I, I, and I don't really want to follow that book because I'm... I'm just not that into. I'm not into the new Suicide Squad. The new Suicide Squad in general. Um, It all being Harley, Harley Central. Yeah, you know, I'm not a big fan of the new Harley that much. So, so yeah, I'm not. um, To be honest with you, I I didn't even read this issue until I think you read something and you were like, "Oh my God, something just happened in Suicide Squad. It's a big deal." And I was like, "Well, fuck, now I gotta (laughs) go read it." (laughs) So. Yep. um, And after I read it, I was like, "Oh my God, we gotta talk about this." So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, Well, it definitely opens the door for rogue discussions, which we want to have because we love the rogues. Yeah. Um, So definitely, you know, expect some of that coming down the pipeline we're definitely going to be having some rogue specific either pal rounds or or you know a full episode um this actually pal round run, ran us a bit longer than we intended yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But that's okay um, that's okay it is okay yeah that that's you know so uh pal rounds are, and and the show kind of in general i guess we'll we'll scatter some rogue stuff here and there and we'll figure it out but make a whole definitely i Definitely, we want to spotlight the characters. You know, spend a little bit of time with with each character because sure. you know, much like Captain Boomerang, we just spent you know almost fifty minutes on it. The, some of the other characters are even more special. Sure, I guess. Sure, but then generally, the group in itself has a lot of um, a lot of moments, a lot of stories, and a lot of uh, kind of characteristics that that kind of can be talked about as a whole. 
Yeah. Um, so it's kind of nice to have a little extra time to talk about some specific guys. So because there's yeah. just a lot of comics that before New Fifty Two, <laughs> there was just a lot of quality comics. Not that uh, there's not now. There's just, <laughs> so just many great real, things. I feel like there were a lot more back then. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, man. R.I.P. Boomerang, huh, buddy? Yeah, it's G- GDH. Am I right? GDH dicks out for GDH. George Digger Harkness. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pour out your pour out your alcoholic beverages. Your forty ounces yeah, onto the street onto for, the, or the grass for even. our homie GDH. For our dead George homes. George Harkness. Oh, for the digs, give it up for the digs, buddy. <laughs> Number one. Number one. Yeah, the Tay Digs. I mean, <laughs> yes. All right, buddy. Well, um, hopefully you guys all enjoy a little look into Captain Boomerang, and we will be back uh, later this week with another episode of Just Two Pals, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. You're more than right. You're correct. I'm actually correct. Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. Well, let's bring this episode to a close with a refreshing and tasty swig of this Mountain Dew Voltage, buddy. Let's let's really get into this voltage. Let's really get into it, mate. Was that good? That was pretty good. That was, that was awful. Yeah. <laughs> no, buddy. It was. It was. I'm encouraging you. This is the end of the episode, buddy. You know how right? I do. You know how I do Australian. I, the first, I have to say one word to get into it, and it's always right. 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 See, now you can get into it. Now you're ready to close right, the episode. Now you get into it. Now you sound like Hugh Jackman. Now you really got a, a good handle on it. I really don't know what you're doing right now. This, it's bad. It's, a it's br- real bad. Br- Right. Oh, you mixed it together. I get it. Yeah. All right. Well, yet again, let's take another drink of our Mountain Dew Voltage and we'll close this out. Ugh. Right, pal? <laughs> yeah, real disgusting. Mountain Dew, let me sponsor you. <laughs>